4K was coming up and my vision was going down. And I was like, these games just kind of look similar. And then I was like, wait, they do look good. I just can't see those far away. You got 4K for your eyes again. scaries <laughs> <laughs> we never plan out really what to do in the beginning of these episodes and so we just sort of stare at each other until so one of us somebody something. breaks yeah yeah we're like playing a game of entertainment comedy yeah, chicken who's going to try to do something funny today something stupid to say first mm-hmm. uh david i was listening to uh, some other podcasts recently uh-huh I was listening to the boys over at uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me, some of the folks over at uh, What Good Games, and mm-hmm. uh, Into the Aether okay. as well. I, I noticed something that they all had was a big, big, loud, booming laugh for a lot of the people okay. on those shows who like, it It like declares like, okay, now now it is comedy time for video games. We must it's all, all laugh now. Yeah, it's, it's laugh time. It's laughter time. Uh-huh. It has struck laughter o'clock. And I was listening back to the episodes and there was a lot of things that I found incredibly funny in our last episode that mostly you were saying. Uh-huh. And uh, I was listening to my laugh in there and it was just kind of a... <laughs> meager <laughs> a rat's whimper uh, that's quite humorous the thing you've said <laughs> uh and uh, your laugh very i can hear it very well it comes through loud and clear and uh-huh. usually i'm like nice it's time for laughing but hey, i was just hoping time. it's laughing time i was i was hoping we could maybe workshop my laugh today okay sure so i'm just gonna Throw a couple out there, and we'll see what sticks, and you can tell me which one I, I should probably go with. Okay, okay, well, uh, go hit me with your with your rough draft. Let's hear it. Okay, all right. It sounds like like a like a cartoon car mm. trying to start. It didn't sound like a laugh to you. Not really. No. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Let me try again. Let me try again. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh start off kind of like escanor and <laughs> then okay. turn turn somewhere else did it really like embody the fact that like we should be laughing about video games like isn't hideo kojima funny <laughs> um, it's it sounds like you're really forcing it oh it sounds like you're really forcing it with that one all right okay i can be cool and relaxed okay with my laugh let's hear it Oh, 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 oh. Show video. <laughs> it's show video. <laughs> what about that one? That was that was closer, but okay. I think it was a little too soft. A little too soft. soft. I was soft. trying to be relaxed. Yeah, but you came off just as soft. You know, you can have a relaxed laugh like <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, that, that one, as opposed hmm. to just going like hmm, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, all right, okay. We'll we'll start it from the top, and I'll, I'll I'll get it this time. I'll get it this time. Okay, let's hear it. Was that cool? Was that good? Was it like the world's fastest laugh? No, I was just I was laughing normally. Did it sound okay? I heard nothing. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'm just not so good at this. I think <laughs> you might have to carry the mantle for of the laugher. 
yeah so like maybe when you say something funny that you know i'm gonna think is funny you I'll can just laugh. like preemptively should i yeah, make a laugh, laugh for you <laughs> that i can just paste in here yeah can you do you can you do your best my laugh <laughs> so mine's like <laughs> yeah it's it's booming yours is like ah <laughs> oh, oh man this doesn't feel so good <laughs> watching it back watching the replay <laughs> the visual is not good either you're sort of crumpled up like some sort of disney villain it's still spooky month chase <laughs> <laughs> it's november damn it that was last month it's over wait so here's your laugh here's your laugh okay I mean, I just that's start, not bad. I should, I should just start putting D, uh, uh, JoJo laughs in here every now and then. <laughs> that's a good one. I, uh, yeah, just put just put some JoJo laughs in for yourself. Because <laughs> all the villains laughs. Yeah. D- <laughs> Dio laughs. Jotaro laughs. As you've certainly guessed by now, it is video game podtimism. It's the optimist video game variety show where two best friends talk about their very good laughs and the wonderful world of gaming. Uh, my name is Chase, and my best laugh is, uh, and I'm David, and my best laugh is, <laughs> oh, the pain, the pain exiting your body right now. <laughs> I did win best laugh in high school. Did you? I did. Wow, we've got fucking royalty. I got a superlative. That's pretty impressive. And genuinely, I, I, so we went to the same high school. I kind of forgot about this. This is kind of an advantage, I feel like. Best chuckle? I'm pretty, wow. I'm pretty mirthful. You've got quite the humor larynx. No, you've got, <laughs> you've got quite the joke <laughs> core. You've got quite a joke core. A joke core? So I'm like an Android. Mm-hmm. I installed the joke core. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. now I got jokes. Now you got jokes. Can I be punished, David? <laughs> Please. Just for oh, wait, no, I didn't laugh right. Sorry. Ho, 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 ho. David, have you been playing video games? <laughs> David, have you been playing video games recently? I have been. Have been playing video games recently. Tell me, tell me about those, please. We had a good uh, sesh on Divinity. Okay, sure. Made some headway, but mm-hmm. the puzzles in that game, I think, are just bad. Like every a little time, oblique, oblique. <laughs> They're definitely greater than ninety degrees. Yes. <laughs> Is that what oblique means? <laughs> no, that's obtuse. A lot of anatomy, not explicit or direct in addressing a point. Hey, got <laughs> it. <laughs> Dio! God, Audacity is so mad at me when I do that. That was pretty, that was a lot. That was a lot. Um, so we did that. That was really fun. But yeah, the, the, the puzzles are just bad. Sure. They are yeah. not clear. Sorry, Divinity. They are a lot of just interacting with the worst parts of the game, mm. which is a bummer. Because everything else about the game is really fun. Like the, yeah. the combat's good, the leveling's good, the character progression and all the, the items are cool. So mm-hmm. it's a bummer when you just hit a a, a, a dirt nasty uh, <laughs> puzzle that just <laughs> sucks the wind. That's dirt nasty. That's dirt nasty. Ooh, that puzzle's so dirt nasty. <laughs> dirt nasty. <laughs> can, I be a, can we be the dirt nasty boys now? Only when we're really slopping around in the mud. Mm. 
So when we're when we have too many whiskey sodas on the podcast, yeah, absolutely. The, 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 the outro is almost always dirt nasty. <laughs> Here's your dirt nasty wisdom of the week. Anyways, yes. I didn't want to get too crass at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, thank you, our right. viewers. Thank you, our listeners. You're welcome, everybody. You. I'll save it for Audience. the end. Yeah. So I've been doing that. I got the last skin in Overwatch. Sure. Uh, it was the ragdoll skin for echo the newest hero and the big thing i probably played over the weekend was cuphead okay i'm a cup man now have you beaten it no okay but i beat the dragon and man that was a fucking annoying fight <laughs> god that was a bad one that that's up there with most frustrating game bosses i've fought really wow that's a that's uh, the halls of champions truly there it was it's just started really getting to me because the first two stages of it i was able mm-hmm. to get through real easy but the last yeah. one just really makes you take your foot off the gas because <laughs> if you don't then you're just going to hurt yourself did you ever did yeah, you ever sure. no i played it for probably like the better part of like a week and then just like fell off for whatever reason where'd you get to did you get to the second world probably not i beat like the moon boss that was the last one that i remember mm which I don't think is particularly far into it. Did you beat? Did you fight the dragon? No, I don't think so. I'm I'm watching a video of him right now. Grim Matchstick is the boy. Doesn't look easy. No, he was hard. Yeah, I had to just use every ounce of my faculty. <laughs> drink a whole mocha pot of coffee. Hell yeah, really get it moving. Started losing uh, sensation in my extremities. You were going super sane, is what what you're telling me. <laughs> was all all of my blood was being sent towards my hands. Mm. That was it. That's where you that need your it. blood for video gaming. Good. My That's hands and my say. head. <laughs> Everywhere else can just go on sleep. Feet? Sleep no, thank mode. you. I don't need to walk right now. <laughs> Organs? I don't up. need to eat. <laughs> Nothing need to be going on. <laughs> Everything else was just like I was sleeping, pretty much. <laughs> you know, just just enough to stay alive. That's about it. I've learned how to put my body to sleep. Mm-hmm. Only my fists are awake. That's my best Vegeta. That doesn't feel very you, good. Is that Vegeta? It's, it's, it, I feel like I can do it. I've no. I've. <laughs> Where is it? That sounded. It sounded like Vegeta doing uh, Shakespeare for a second. <laughs> yeah, there's like an accent to it. I don't know what that is. Pretentious. Yeah. What's something he says? I've attained this level beyond a super saiyan. <laughs> I'm the prince of all saiyans. Mm, yeah. I'm the prince. No, it's too low. Fuck. That's too low. Yeah. More gravelly, more high, more high pitched. I'm the prince of all saints. Got it. That's it. I got him. Was that Stinky Jake? That's no. Stinky Jake is very southern. That's true. That's I don't true. much like showering. <laughs> He's dead now. That's for he sure. dead. Maybe. He did. Um. Okay. Cool. Are those the games you're playing? Yeah. That's it. Cool. What have you been playing? I've been playing some things. Mainly two games. Indie games. No. Uh. Normal games. Not indie games. The normie games. Normie games. Uh, no, not really. They're just like normal video games. I've been playing two of them. First is Pikmin 3 Ooh. on the Switch. I played the the demo for that. Is it worth a, a full buy? So far, yeah. It's pretty fun. I will say it it seems like a, a game that I would probably like quite a bit insofar as like some of it does feel like work where it's like, <laughs> okay, we've collected all the things and we're like min-maxing our Pikmin and like doing good and like our efficiency is really high when did when i've known you yeah for a long time Mm -hmm. when did your obsession for work begin because it really slipped under my radar 
at some point i think it was all sort of developing because i feel like this is a thing that's been there for a while i just feel like games didn't really start tapping into this weird part of my head until kind of later in the game sure like i remember in in the original dark cloud there was a section where you had to like like build a city from the people that you were like rescuing in the dungeon i think Mm -hmm. and like depending on how you positioned things in the city it would like unlock cooler items for you so if you like planned and built your city efficiently enough it would give you a cool sword about that it's like great job doing this work and so back then i know that it was definitely a thing i don't like i don't think i'm trying to think of like super nintendo games that did this but most of those are just like side scrollers right like yeah there's not a lot of variety in those in games that old but i feel like in ps2 they started doing this sort of stuff yeah i mean even you know pikmin's a pretty old game at this point too it came out in gamecube oh it's true (laughs) yeah it's a classic nintendo franchise (laughs) oh my gosh so uh yeah i I mean, there are, there are definitely cool parts of it. The visual style is really interesting and cool. The everything being like pretty miniature is pretty fun. Like it, you'll find stuff on the like planet, like a remote control that's like gigantic compared to you. Uh huh. And so like the the aesthetic of it is pretty cute and fun. Wait, so are you are is is Olimar tiny? Uh, Olimar is not in this one, but I I think the implication is either that Olimar and these people who are like him are very tiny, or that they have derived at planets that used to be inhabited by people who are huge. I'm not really sure which. Why an Olimar in it? Maybe spoilers for Pikmin three. But <laughs> is he dead? He might be dead. That's sort of the oh, implication. Shit. You're like finding logs from Olimar in it, and it like appears that he may have died here. Oh my god, Nintendo! What it the may heck? He, they may just find him, but I kind of like it that it's a little bit like dark, like that, like kid movie dark. Yeah, off screen yeah. death. Exactly. But so far, it's been pretty fun. I don't know if it has like staying power, but I'm enjoying turning it on and like playing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a little bit of a survival aspect to it too, of like yeah. you have to collect like fruit every day so that you can like go back up into your ship uh, while mm-hmm. you're orbiting the planet and like survive. Mm-hmm. Like every day you have to drink a certain amount of juice to survive. And so there's juice. a little juice. You make like juice I out of the fruits. The juice. 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 <laughs> yes. You do have to drink the juice. Good. So that's kind of fun. Like it adds another layer to it of like rather than just like I have to go collect this one item. It's like you also should be trying to get the the extra stuff that's kind of floating around. The Pikmin types are varied since the last time I've played it. I don't know if I played Pikmin 2, but I definitely played Pikmin 1. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been some new additions since then. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. What else? I think that's kind of it. I'm not deeply far into it yet. So I'm interested to see mm-hmm. if it like kind of changes up how it's going so far but it's it's got me a little bit interested thus far sweet i am also playing watchdogs legion whoa yes okay cool i have been trying to think about whether or not i like this game <laughs> since i've started playing it and i have not come down one side or the other i have one question yes is it ludo narratively dissonant <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? Yes. My, how how <laughs> dissonated is your Ludo narrative right now? Uh, for those who haven't listened to our diatribe on this, uh, Clint Hawking <laughs> is the director of Watchdog Legions who penned the famous essay about Ludo narrative dissonance, meaning the game story being out of whack with its, with its mechanics. It is... It's not that dissonant. But it's the, got some in there. It's got a little bit. It's got a little bit. The story, I've got, I have so many mixed emotions on it. And like, I think the game is genuinely very fun and very pretty. And like, I enjoy mechanically moment to moment, like playing the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is sort of weird. It's like set in, I think, like kind of alternate near future London 
there's like some inciting incident that essentially allows the like uh what do they call like a power vacuum in london for this uh private contract military to come in and like take over well and uh because like london's like hey we're getting attacked by these terrorists group that you're you're affiliated with in the game Mm -hmm. um but it it seems like it was framed on them like wait you're a terrorist that's what dead that's what uh, the london police would or albion would lead you to believe yes albion yeah it's a weird name it's also the uh isn't that the like place in fable it is isn't... the place in fable i was like where have i heard that before yeah i'm pretty it's sure fable. it's just the world in fable huh albion yeah so like the military contractors come in after this like incident gets pinned on you it's it's still unclear like who like did this attack in the first place at this point in the game that i'm playing um but you know it wasn't you because you were like trying to stop it as the the terrorist the quote-unquote terrorist organization dead sec is who you're playing as dead sec yep so i think the game takes place i'm not sure how far after that incident but probably like six months to a year afterwards and like the city's essentially on like lockdown Mm -hmm. private military is just like all over the place and so you're attempting to uh essentially like not free the city but you know push these the private contractors out and like take take it back a little bit out of the sort of fascistic rule that it's under fascistic yeah like fascist fascist? yeah okay i never heard that term that's cool i'm a smart man david fascistic (laughs) that's cool that's fun to say yeah it does it's kind of buttery on the tongue fascistic um, Donald, you're so fascistic. It's true. Said Putin lovingly into his ear. And then they kissed. And then they kissed. That's our fascistic for the week. <laughs> the fascistic passion between the two. <laughs> <laughs> the story is weird. It like, I don't know. There's, there's the, so l- let me, let me speak to this point first. Um, there's not like a main character in this game. Um, you instead play as like many characters and you can recruit a ton of people to your cause and then play as any of those people. Because you can like take over anybody. You can like be a grandma, can't you? Yeah, you have to like recruit them first. So you like roll up to them and you're like, hey, you should join DedSec. And usually there's like some mission that they'll send you on to like recruit them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, hey, my friend died recently at the hands of the police. Like, can you go find their like death receipt or whatever from the hospital? So you gotta go break in there. And then they're like, hey, they didn't actually die. They got captured and it's like okay well maybe i can go find them and then you like break them out of somewhere and the person's like oh that's sweet thanks and that sort of stuff and each person has like different abilities and like perks and shit like that so i do think that that part of it is fun and i think there is like some message surrounding like collective bargaining and what you can do through the power of like lots of people mm-hmm I think that message is in there. So it's like pro-union? I don't want to call it explicitly <laughs> pro-union because you are just like punching the private military contractors. So it's like uh-huh. not necessarily about like collective bargaining and shit like that. But mm-hmm. I think that there there's a theme in there about what you the can do as a group. power of us. Yeah, definitely. Power of we. The way that they represent that through not having like one person who's like the hero is pretty interesting and cool. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that before. Like that makes the message hit a little bit harder. Um, I also read this article, I think it was on Kotaku, that had said, like, hey, you should play Watch Dogs Legions on hard and in permadeath mode. It'll, like, make the game a lot more enjoyable. Hmm. And so I did do that. And it is a lot more enjoyable. Like, um, the game isn't particularly hard. And so, like, the the hard difficulty, I think, you just makes a little bit squishier. Like, your character dies faster. And the permadeath thing is really interesting because, like, 
you'll have your group of people and if one of them dies it is kind of significant right you're like fuck like okay so it makes it like fire emblem a little bit yeah right like that that part of it is pretty cool and to the point about like you know it being the the power of us or whatever like it it does feel pretty it can feel devastating when it's like you lost like a very important member of your party and you're like fuck like this is gonna suck i have to go like there's nobody here who can do what they did like we need to keep recruiting people but it's hard to do um mm-hmm. so, so i think that part of it is, inter- is interesting mm-hmm. i think the the downside of that is that none of these individual characters are particularly well written mm-hmm. like they're all sort of like just npcs essentially right so like all their dialogue is kind of canned and cheesy and um like w- one of the people i was in the middle of a mission at the hospital this like same mission i was talking about and i got these medical records and i was running away like i was actively like okay i got my shit i'm getting out of here mm-hmm. and then there was like a drone that came after me and i was like oh i'll just try and shoot it and get out of it i shot it it did very little damage to this thing and then it just laid into me and killed me and like that was it like he, the person was just dead now damn and then it immediately switches over to another character that i had and uh, the mission continues, right? Which is like mm-hmm. maybe interesting, but immediately the person talking is like, "All right, AI, what do we got?" Like, no, no impact of the other person having just been killed in the field. They're just like, sure. oh, "Let's let's keep going." And so, like any any of these individual deaths doesn't feel particularly impactful narratively. Um, yeah. Mechanically, it does feel pretty impactful because like you you lost a member of your party, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Clint. Come Clint. on, man. He's, he's, I mean, that is, to me, that is kind of interesting. It's usually the reverse, right? Like, you lose somebody, and story-wise, it's supposed to have an impact, but it doesn't really, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're still playing as fucking Marcus Phoenix, and you're shooting down the, the, the horde. It's not that big of a deal. Or Dave Batista in the new one, apparently. True. Did yeah. you see that? I did. Cool. <laughs> it's interesting. It's a cool decision that I haven't seen before. Um, but yeah, it's, it sort of makes it hard to attach to anybody. Like, I'm not, like, rooting for a ton of people just sort of rooting for like yeah i guess albion sucks mm-hmm. all that said yeah i'm just i'm not really sure how i feel about it all in all it's not like a, a, an amazing game i'm definitely enjoying it and like there's some like emergent gameplay stuff that was in like far cry 2 and stuff that's pretty neat like there are a multitude of ways to approach any given situation and that's pretty fun mm-hmm. um, i found like the sneaking part sometimes feeling like as good as metal gear solid when you're wow. like running around and like tracking people and like hacking into shit and then, oh, I got, you know, I've got a little cloaking device that I can use for a couple seconds. I'll like take this dude out. The other guy will see me, but then I'll cloak and then I'll hide from them. They won't know what's going on. And mm-hmm. I can probably get to them before, you know, they trip an alarm or something like that. So is it a sneaky game? If you're playing careful, it is a sneaky game. Mm. I think on hard, it's a little bit harder to like just run and gun. Um, and they actively encourage you to be non-lethal in this game. So mm. like your guns aren't, aren't shooting to kill most of the time. Gotcha. Um, so, so that's all pretty interesting and pretty novel. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's those are all my feelings on it right now. It's an interesting game. I'm still going to keep playing it. I'm, I'm just not really sure where I come down on it yet. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. cool. All this, though, will bring me to my podtomistic thing of the week, David. Let's hear it. It's tangentially related to video games. Tangentially? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're full of... I got good words, words out my fucking ears you got, you today. Got $2 million worth of words right now. <laughs> <laughs> you Deal. dare to approach me? <laughs> I this week am Podtomistic for glasses, David. 
cool that's tight. I, tr- uh, I turned 30 and i felt like i was pulling the fucking master sword out of the sheath and just aged seven years very quickly <laughs> i woke up and hyrule was all fucked i'm like wait what what happened here yeah and i just could not I, my vision was starting to go pretty quickly and i couldn't oh, see man. things very far away oh no it's not like horrible like i can still like drive and shit but like mm-hmm. I the the place where I've been playing PlayStation in our house, the TV is just far enough away that I'm like, it's a little bit shitty where I'm like, I'm having just a little bit of a hard time tracking what's going on in this game. Uh huh. Got glasses. Not a problem, baby. Lots of detail. I can see plenty of shit. <laughs> you just got to get a bigger TV, man. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's that's 65 inch 65, bro. I don't think that's going to fit in the room that I'm putting this in. If you ain't got a 65 <laughs> inch, just go, go away. I got, I have 55 in the living room <laughs> yes. and I think a, and a 45 yes. in the, the game, the room that I'm playing games in. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like I said, it was just, it was becoming a little bit difficult, but now I can see all the detail again, David. These video games are beautiful. I forgot. Mm. I love, a, nice. I love a beautiful video game. Yeah. I think it was like 4K was coming up and my vision was going down. And I was like, these games just kind of look similar. And then I was like, wait, they do look good. I just can't see those far away. You got 4K for your eyes again. Pretty much. I So, yeah, it's it's been a real thrill. There I can see go. shit far away. Trees are pretty again. It's Whoa, very cool. Damn. Nice. Oh, yeah. That'd be good in the PNW. Oh, yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. right now, too. It's all mm-hmm. fall. Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. the fucking sun has decided to go down at like three o'clock now, which is very cool. Three? No. It, uh, the sun is currently setting at like 4.30. Okay. And it will get down to four o'clock, which is like hellish. Four but. o'clock. My God. Uh, David, do you have something fueling your sense of optimism? I do. Tell me. And its name is RN Jesus. RN Jesus. I'm well, well acquainted with this friend of ours. Specifically when he shines his smiling gaze upon you mm-hmm. and grants you three legendary skins in Ooh. three three loot boxes three wow. legendary skins in a row wow all halloween skins rn jesus came down and shook your hand and gave you a little kiss <laughs> on the cheek just there that was not a shining light he was like what's good <laughs> no, my dude much, he didn't like bust into the room and give me like three legendaries in one loot box he's just like no walked up stared me in the eyes and gave me a good firm handshake and then a knowing a knowing wink a knowing wink yeah maybe a little slap on the butt just like a friendly one just like consensual it was consensual i'm i'm here for you yeah don't forget you've talked to rng jesus before and established that that's a thing he can do and it's cool by you Mm -hmm. and in that moment it was pretty sweet it was pretty fucking sweet it was pretty sweet Like the first one happened, I'm like, oh, sweet, legendary. And the next one, I'm like, oh, shit, two wow, in a row. a legendary, yeah. And then the third, I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. Oh, man, that's really good nice. Time. Overwatch is really good for that. I feel like anytime I got a legendary in uh, Hearthstone, that was always a fucking event. That's because in Hearthstone, they have that extra added, oh, legendary. <laughs> yeah, the, the dwarf really hyping you up in there. Oh, golden coming it just takes all the wind out of your sails like ah, i know fucking sucks yeah they really play it up whenever you get a legendary in that game it's it's it feels really fantastic mm-hmm. overwatch the music kind of crescendos crescendos a bit more, a little bit yeah but it's not the same as you know yeah. <laughs> who who would do it in overwatch reinhardt tracer oh yeah it depends i guess hmm what if you could choose 
What if you could choose uh, any character to like your your legendary delivery system? Uh huh. Who would you choose? I think I choose Lucio. He would get you really amped up. Oh, it's looking like a legendary, and then play some <laughs> club music. Yeah. What yeah. a pull! <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> hmm. This is a really hard question. I'm thinking about this more than I thought I did. My my first hit was Winston. But mm. I feel like he might not get as hyped as I want him to get. Yeah, he's gonna be just like chill about it. Yeah, not as good as peanut butter. <laughs> that's my that's my best one. Still. You're in you're in canon reference. Then. That's nice. <laughs> Tracer might be fun, mm-hmm. but it might it, she might fly by too quickly with it. Yeah, great pull, and then just like that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Soldier could be okay. Yeah, I think maybe Peeper. Peeper. I think <laughs> Peeper might be fun. Yeah. Peeper. <laughs> sweet skin i'm just gonna go with my heart man i think it's winston i think winston's gonna be there for me when i need him i think him. winston would be tight he'd yeah. be a good one yeah great box hi there box lovely legendary lovely legendary riveting rare okay he definitely would alliterate this is true he would alliterate everything excellent move. epic mm. crappy common huh that's every box that's all of them Oh, and then they, he could probably comment on his own skins whenever they get him. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Overwatch, come on. Give give these voice actors a little bit more moolah. Yeah. Okay. Or, or hire Chase Albee work. to do some third-party voice acting for all your established characters. <laughs> Kirkland brand Winston. Wanston is his name now. <laughs> Wanston. <laughs> Wanston. Peeper. Marky. Peeper. Mark Marky Marky Who's Marky? It's Mercy Played by Mark Wahlberg (laughs) Marky the healer Lucario (laughs) It's just Lucario Like actually the Pokemon Gonjo Hanjo Gonjo Gonjo and Hanjo I think are pretty easy Gonjo and Hanjo Yeah The the brothers The brothers Smith Just like entirely the wrong last name (laughs) We're anglicizing them now Perfect Oh, yeah, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Trying to be un- unproblematic here. Okay, let's move on to our main thing before we uh, put ourselves in hot water. All right, sounds good. It feels like we may need a, a stanger for this segment. We've been doing this segment every now and then. And I, we've yet to come up with a good one. A new stanger, you said? New stanger. It, we're like good millennials doing another countdown list. You won't believe number five. That's got to be it, right? <laughs> Maybe that's the stanger, right? I think that's the stanger. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, what have I done? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're going to do another countdown list. Um, with the approaching consoles, we thought it might be a good idea to uh, reflect on some of the past launches mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. david had the great idea of talking about launch titles and uh, which ones are the most memorable better or worse for better or for worse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which i thought was a great one so i've come up with five did you come up with five i came up with five okay great i don't have an order for these because i like didn't break them down by good or bad i guess yeah. just maybe switch back and forth okay cool then yeah we're gonna count down five of our most memorable launch titles what's what's your uh your fit your first one David? it's a nasty boy one. Oh, okay meaning a bad game yeah it's just I've a got bad a experience just a bad experience okay sure battlefield 4 on the ps4 okay all right tell me about this it didn't work <laughs> the game didn't work 
I mean, that's a, a pretty good sign of a bad game if it's just I tried not to doing play the it. game part. I tried to play it multiple times. It's all, it's an online-only game, and yeah. the online didn't work. I was never <laughs> able to log on. I had PlayStation a PlayStation Plus account, had it all. It just didn't. It just didn't work. Didn't go. Didn't do the battlefielding. It was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever seen. I was like, this is, this is silly. This was a launch title? I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. I think I tried to play this as well on PC, and I wasn't super enthused. I mean, I'd heard good things about it on PC. Yeah. But then it came out on PS4. I'm like, finally, my time. Finallyfast.com. Finallyfast.com. And then it was not finally fast. It was finally <laughs> broken. It was it not work. a good game. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. And that's, that's, about, that's about all I have to say. I don't. I don't know what else is. It's just. It just didn't work. Like seven times out of ten, trying to log on, it Ugh, wouldn't. It wouldn't work. That's rough. It just didn't happen. Yeah. I feel like yeah, games. Games not working on launch is kind of a bummer. Like you're really working for this one spot, and then just yeah. kind of shits the bed. It's yeah, it rare, bad. but that definitely does happen. Yeah, it's. I understand it happens. I get it. But yeah. It just sucks that it happened with a game I wanted to play. Yeah. It's, sure wasn't meant to be i do think it's a little bit more common nowadays when you can patch games and like you can ship them in a not great state and then just like do the day one patch thing where you figure it out but there was sort of a weird time i feel like specifically around the launch of the playstation 4 it was like games haven't totally migrated over to having a great user experience no for this kind of stuff yeah like launches and online launches because they were still kind of used to the previous generation where it was definitely still a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's, yeah, it's, it's gotten better since then, but for a little while it was a little rough there for, and they were also going too far to the dark side in that <laughs> they were acquiring like always online. And if you yeah. didn't have internet connection, can't play the game at all. That does suck. I, like I, I run into that every now and then, but I don't even notice it like games that are mm-hmm. technically always online, but like, like I think watchdogs is kind of like that, but when you can't connect, they're just like, Hey, we can't connect. And then you can play the game. Like, the yeah, you can still fine. play it. Yeah, it's not it's not an integral part to the experience. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's one of the more negative memorable moments. Sure, of a, a memorable title. moment nonetheless. Yeah. Okay, my first one. Mm-hmm. I'm playing the hits, David. Uh, I have unboxed my fresh Nintendo 64, mm. and there's not so many launch titles for this console as i as i learned when i looked this up it was literally <laughs> two games it was pilot wings and pilot wings mario 64 the one i am i am bringing is mario 64 David. that's it yeah it was pilot wings and mario pilot 64? wings and mario 64 for a little while they did Damn. come out with games like shortly thereafter but on launch those were the two games you could get wow in the u.s i should say in Jap- japan they had a little bit more Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm playing the hits right now, David. Mario 64 is a fucking crazy launch title. I cannot believe that they shipped this game the day this console it's came out. Pretty damn impressive. <laughs> what a it's wild game to just be able impressive. to say, here is our first shot yeah. across your bow. Yeah. God yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what can be said about Mario 64 that hasn't already been said? But like, Jesus, it definitely stands out to my mind. Like, when picking up a N64, it felt like it was necessary. Like it was almost a rite of passage that you play at least once Mario 64, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. everybody's like uh, your your uh, transfer station. You'd get off the train of 2D and get on the train of 3D with Mario 64. Totally. Pretty wild. Yeah. It was, no, a, I, it was a great game though. <laughs> yeah. It's it's phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. I, w- I won't belabor this point. I just wanted to bring up Mario 64 because, yeah, that's nuts. Hey, I have no issue with that. Cool. Please bring up Mario 64 whenever and whatever. When we're out on our, our one-on-one dates, I'll bring it up with you, David. 
one-on-one dates Mm -hmm. or we just go and you know hang out in low low lit rooms and look at each other and we just say oh your show you're so fascistic you're so fascistic and tangential fascistic tangential baby you're the most (laughs) tangential fascistic person i know (laughs) uh what's your second one david (laughs) (laughs) my second one is the one the only Mm. We sports. Oh, I thought about it. I thought about putting it So good. When the flute comes in, man. You know it's time to hit some fucking balls around. Play a little oh, ball you're ready. Wii, Wii Sports is quite a phenomenal launch title as well. I feel like Nintendo, when the, whenever they're releasing something very new, sometimes they can really hit the mark with like, this is what this console can be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, th- I, I have another one on my list later where the Wii did not hit the mark <laughs> at all. But Wii, Wii Sports was so snappy and fun. Oh, yeah. And like every game in there felt necessary and cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As much as, as cheesy as, like, boxing was in that one, it still felt fun and, like, interesting. Yeah. I still think bowling is probably the best one in there. Bowling is so good. Tennis is so good. Golf yeah. is so good. Oh, golf. I, I forgot about golf. I literally got tennis elbow, looking back on it, <laughs> from playing Wii Tennis. Too much. You're going, you're going hard, dude. I was just this little chubby kid, and, like, this is the most physical exercise I've ever had in my life. Playing Wii Sports. I'm exhausted, but god damn it, this is fun. My elbow hurt really bad. It was awful. Wow. But man, was that was that a special experience firing that game up? It also had the benefit that it was really fun to play with other people. Like you could really get some some good party party things going. I feel like for a little while there, you could go to like anybody's house who had a Wii and they would almost inevitably fire up Wii Sports and get everybody moving on that. Everybody in the house would get hyped. Mom would get hype. Dad yeah. would get hype. Your dog would get hype. Everybody could play it. Everybody loved Wii Sports. It was like the, the, the most egalitarian game ever created. Fight me in tennis, David. I'm your dog. <laughs> I want to play bowling, David. She would have. She would have. Oh. She would have fought me in tennis for sure. I'm also gonna tack on another one. Okay. Onto this. Sure. Which is making a me. Oh yeah, really fun. Almost a game unto itself. For real. And once again, that music. Oh God, yeah, dude. The, oh, the me making music is quintessential gaming music. Her, my goodness. <laughs> we sing this on almost every episode bum, at this bum. point. Bum bum bum. It was something else. It was something else, man. That really takes me back to a different time. I feel like customizable avatars are like a given at this point, mm-hmm. but. Like we, and then I think 360 as well, maybe not until later, but we had like a physical representation of your person. And that was incredibly novel. Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm not sure why, but like, I guess just folks hadn't like thought to do that super in depth. I know there was like online avatars and shit like that, but not nearly mm-hmm. as in depth of like a character creation screen, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah right. It was, it was big time. Yeah, it was a big deal it. when that came out and it was people thought it was going to be gimmicky and it was, but it was still awesome. It was still great. Put yourself in the game. It never demanded more of you than it would be able to give. It was gimmicky, yes, but like it was just fun and interesting. And like you never spent more than like 15 minutes in there, right? Mm-hmm. And you could go and create as many as you want to and like represent yourself pretty normally. And like and you could get pretty creative with things. Oh, yeah. Like definitely. some of the me's that people made are like spot on. Crazy. Yeah. 
Crazy. I remember the Zach Braff one being pretty good for whatever reason. I remember you showed me that one. Yeah. You're just I think like, I, dude, you have Zach Braff? And I'm like, no, why would I have Zach Braff as a me? For whatever reason, a very me representable person. Yeah. He's just kind of like basic white dude. Yeah. He's got know? some some features. He is kind of cartoonish in a way. A little bit. Yeah. He's got sort of exaggerated eyes. Yeah. Like that droop, those droopy, like sad dog eyes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. We we sports and the we creation is definitely a good a good combo there. Yeah, that's a big one. It's okay. a treat. What's your next one? Uh, my next one. It is Sonic Adventure for the Dreamcast. Whoa! What a fucking weird video game this was, okay. dude. Dreamcast. I felt like it came out at sort of a weird time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like just a little bit earlier than PlayStation Two. Let me see. Yeah. Hold on. I want to make sure this is this is correct. Yeah, in North America, September 9th. 1999 i think the ps2 came out in 2001 mm. 2000 so about a year later mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah the dreamcast beat like the next gen of consoles by just a little bit and i think for it it was like kind of the first shot across the bow of like look at what games can be mm-hmm. um, and i remember sonic looking so good like the visuals of it are just like incredible because again you're coming from like n64 level graphics yeah i think it was also pretty performant like there weren't a lot of slowdowns like you were moving pretty quick mm. the game itself sort of bad a little <laughs> bad so sort of bad sort of bad it's incredibly buggy so mm-hmm. many bugs in this game like just constantly able to like just destroy the camera mm-hmm. it was not looking at you in any sort of like sense of the word but uh I don't. I feel like I I sunk so many hours into Sonic Adventure mm-hmm. because it was just so cool. I think also when we're talking about games as vibes, Sonic Adventure had a fucking vibe, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those fu- those like cool shoes that he would wear to grind on rails and mm-hmm. shit. So Grinded. cool. Hold okay. on. Hold on. Like, I need to transport you back to 1999 <laughs> real quick. <Sonic laughs> All right. Adventure shoes. See if we can find these. There those fuckers are. Look at these oh things. Oh, my God. Sick-ass shoes. Those shoes. Very yeah, those cool. shoes. My goodness. Oh, hell to the yeah, dude. <laughs> Was this your shit back in the day? I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Look at this. Fucking on those rails with them weird shoes. <laughs> it's not a very good video game. Okay, so Sonic Adventure. Not a particularly good game, but one of those games that was like, advanced enough that it was interesting to play just on like a technological basis uh-huh um so that was cool also taking care of your little chows whatever those things were the little like blue chows. things okay oh yeah. man that was nice that was nice that was nice <laughs> also playing as big as the cat very fun very, very nice fun. um so yeah that's my uh my second one okay do you have your third one david i do talk to me about it ridge racer i knew this was gonna come up ridge racer is a launch title for so many of playstation's consoles it's a meme it's a meme that keeps on giving but it like and i was looking at this website that was like all the launch titles for every console and inevitably ridge racer was on like the psp the playstation one i think it was on the playstation 2 the vita like constantly Mm -hmm. which one are you thinking of psp yeah i think so i think that's the most memorable ridge racer that's the one I was really here for. Yeah. It was probably the best game on my PSP, uh, which is sad. It's sad. <laughs> Poor it's PSP. a sad statement. But PSP was the, was the son that could have been king, but became a mere popper. 
<laughs> we had so, you and I had such high hopes for the PSP. Yeah, I remember us specifically had like I don't know why. I think we were just like such PlayStation heads at the time that we were like, dude, this is about to change the fucking world. Dude, we were handheld. hyped so bad. Yeah, it was it was wild, and then it was like I saved up for years my allowance for years yeah i'm like cool i play luminous and ridge racer on this and everything mm-hmm. else is not fun to play because it controls like garbage <laughs> yeah yeah it's true people really like the developers did not know how to work without a second dual shots no. stick nope and i think i probably watched more movies on it than i did play video games at the oh, end of the day oh wow yeah and the little umds or whatever they had watched anchorman many times i think i yeah i think i had this as anchorman, well anchorman spider-man 2 watched a lot of spider-man 2 on that thing nice for road trips to be honest but yeah that's not is what true. i bought it for ridge racer was good i feel like there's a couple of like okay launch titles there was it was it metal gear acid was that the one that came out that was on there and so was nba street which was cool yes yeah there was a handful of games that weren't too bad at launch title but yeah Mm -hmm. i think ridge racer stands out for whatever reason yeah i think i think just the launch of the psp is filled with like this memory of of like disappointment in a way (laughs) because it's like all the games yeah they were they were good yeah but you can tell that they were just shadows of a console game yeah it was sort of a the the sunny select the kirkland brand version (laughs) of of whatever game you were trying to play yeah Whereas, you know, like a, a Nintendo DS or Game Boy game, it was totally its own thing because of the restrictions yeah. of the system. So developers could work within that to yeah. make the best thing possible as opposed to taking something that's a console experience and putting it portable, which just didn't it didn't work out back then. That's an interesting point. I feel like when when games try and get to that midpoint between what consoles are currently doing and what handhelds were currently doing, it didn't work that well they lost their soul kind of yeah like you i'm not exactly sure what the like what happened in translation there but usually they weren't that good but like you know the the ds was kind of its own thing by that point the mm-hmm. game boy is definitely its own thing like you yep. cannot develop a game for one and have it be pretty much at all similar to what's on a console yeah the fucking nokia n-gage was bad oh, the um, n-gage man i almost put uh, the tomb raider game that was on the n-gage on here just because it was so fucking wild killer app baby that was the killer app <laughs> the, the frame rate on that fucking game was just disastrous you were getting like maybe 12 a second didn't you have an n-gage no i had a you're probably thinking when i had a sidekick the phone similar which <laughs> similar in was size. fucking cool i we will love say. your sidekick I you were into your thing. sidekick My it God. felt so much like the fucking future to be like hey i'm taking a call just kidding i'm taking a text my phone just turned into an entirely different thing now i have a keyboard on my thumbs very cool very cool but this is not a segment about the cool cell phones that i had chase chase was the cool kid just so everybody uh, knows. that is debatable <laughs> that is a very debatable point chase was the kind of cool kid just so everybody knows i had a cool phone i think but uh yeah pretty much anything up till the switch i feel like wasn't super good if it was trying to imitate a console but not necessarily delivering on how good it could mm-hmm. be yeah like you couldn't you couldn't go from a console to a portable but you could go from a portable to a console you Definitely. could upgrade but you can't yeah. downgrade right yeah it, it, and like a half measure downgrade right like it's not like it's an entirely different game because you can't put it on there but it's like it just looks mm-hmm. a little shittier it's more of a pain to play yeah it doesn't control uh, quite as well because like yeah that second control stick really yeah. matters guys yeah whereas like with the switch it's like i don't 
I don't necessarily need my games to be looking like a PlayStation 4 game. They can look like a good PS3 game, and that's fine with me. Like, it looks really good still, and still plays just as normally as it does on the TV. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I feel like they Nintendo really timed that one pretty well. They knew what they were doing. Cool. Speaking of which, uh, I'm going to talk about a launch title for the Game Boy Advance. Ooh, let's hear it. I would be remiss not to mention it. True, true podheads will know. <laughs> Only true podheads will know. It's Mega Man Battle Network. Dude, I, could, <laughs> I, I, say, I could not Mega mention Man it. Battle Network. It's, it's Bargle Network, man. I Bargle. can't not. <laughs> I can't not mention it. It was so fucking good. I just love this. Game. I didn't know it was a launch title. It's pretty good. I didn't either, to be honest. I I don't feel maybe that's not true. I was gonna say I don't feel like I got a Game Boy Advance right out of the gate, but that I feel like it would have been the right time for me to be able to get that. I don't remember mm-hmm. it being particularly expensive. A uh, hundred bucks, hundred bucks for this little guy. Damn, that's nothing. It's nothing like that. That feels like a pretty a pretty good uh, price for this little dude for games that are like genuinely very very good. Uh huh. Gotta get the, gotta get that ruby sapphire, baby. Um, yeah, I don't know that I have a ton to say about Bargle Network, but uh, I love this game. I love Battle Network. It's a good fucking game. Uh, what's your number four, David? I feel like we're getting into the interesting ones now. I have got some weirdies for the next couple. Some weirdies. Yeah. Number four is from the. Yes. Okay. Super Mario 64 DS. Ooh, true, true. We both got 64 on here. It was a weird one. Yeah. It was it was like Bizarro Super Mario 64. Because once again, it just was trying to take a control stick game and put it on an analog. Oh, yeah. And you use the, the, the stylus to control the camera on the bottom screen. Oh, my God. Did you? I forgot about that. Yeah, it was weird. That's or horrible. Or you could, or you could just yeah. use the buttons or the, the L and R to move the camera around sporadically. Yeah. But once you got the whole hang of it, it actually worked pretty well. It took like a good yeah. hour to get used to it, though. I do remember, like, I have fond memories of that. I think it was also like impressive from the perspective of like both you and I had played Mario 64 when it had come out and then to be able to play it in a handheld was like a pretty impressive moment of like holy shit like they've put what was once very cool tech into a very small package mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over the course of like I guess that probably took like eight years I think the the DS came out in like 2004 2005 or something Mario mm-hmm. 64 was like 1996 1998 somewhere in there yeah yeah that's true I I kind of liked that game I kind of liked Mario 64 for the DS I, it was it was good and it had all yeah. those I remember playing with Mario's face a lot with the stylus it with definitely the stylus, lent could, itself like, yeah control and all those different uh little mini games you could do which are pretty were actually pretty good holy shit the mini games David, I had forgotten they about this so part many of that pretty game. good mini games, yeah. right? So that was a great way to spend time in the car after yeah. if you had it, which was a nice addition to the game, mm-hmm. as well as just having the the whole game, you know, a somewhat bastardized version of it, but still in there. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was impressive at the time. Be like, wow, they put Mario sixty four on a handheld, and that was maybe what ten years after Mario sixty four came out when the DS came out. Yeah, I think about yeah eight eight years ish. That's a, that's an impressive turnaround. Yeah, it definitely is from a home console to a, a portable. Eight mm-hmm. years. Yeah, especially for the time. I feel like tech was moving a little bit like it was iterating very quickly, but to have it go from like a console to a handheld that quickly felt pretty impressive. Yeah, and that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Wild stuff. I like that game. I think I had I think I had that one and then I played like the demo of like Metroid Prime or whatever it was mm-hmm. on DS. Mm-hmm. Also a weird control scheme. Oh uh, yeah, I remember the control scheme being a little frustrating on that yeah, one. Yeah, not didn't get to the point like in Mario sixty four where it started feeling good after a while. Just always yeah. kind of felt a little bad. Oh man, you know what? what uh, I don't think it was a launch title initially, but WarioWare touched 
came oh. out shortly thereafter, which was a very good WarioWare. I need a new, I need a WarioWare for the Switch. Where the is Switch? That? It would fit in so good. Like I don't, would, I don't want one of these silly Mario Party games that they have on the Switch. That no. like they are like real Mario Party. It's not like an old head, but they ain't. Like, give me, give me a good, give me a good WarioWare. Um, okay, my number four, David. Let's hear it. It is the launch title for the original Xbox, Fusion Frenzy, my friend. Fusion, not Halo. <laughs> No, Halo's too easy. Halo was just such a fucking good game. Fusion Frenzy, I have very weird memories of. Fusion Frenzy was pretty fucking cool from what I remember. It was the party game styled after kind of Mario Party, Uh but it was like edgy and hip. Ooh, so, so edgy. There were characters with like spiky hair in it, and me being... I think like an 11 or 12 year old was like, I think fusion frenzy gets me in a way that Mario just couldn't. <laughs> they just get me now. They just get it. Nintendo Xbox doesn't gets, get me anymore. Xbox gets core gamers like myself. Only Bill Gates understands me. Bill G- <laughs> Robert Gates really gets me, dude. Robert Gates, more like Robert games, more like gamer Roberts, more like gamer Bob. Bill- Game Bob. Game <laughs> Bob. We got from Bill Gates to Game Bob. Here we I go. Think, yeah, Game Bob is definitely definitely who Bill Gates' Game gamer tag Game is. Bob. <laughs> uh, Fusion Frenzy was a cool game because there was a time when like tone was really important and aesthetics were really important to me i should say i won't speak for all of gaming but like the whole gaming community was like we need to make things intense and edgy Mm -hmm. like here comes fucking halo and it's cool and intense and shootery and gears of war is coming down the pipeline a couple years later for the fucking 360 or whatever it was uh and so it was all kind of driving towards this point and fucking fusion frenzy was there for me and it is such a weird memory because i have not played this game since like i do not regularly return to fusion frenzy mm-hmm. but uh sort of a weird time capsule of like remember when games were just trying to be like tonistically very punky and weird and uh you know like sonic adventure bro it's it a punk behind you while you're skating was, down san francisco it was punk it yeah. was definitely punk you're yeah. right yep weird one good one though i love fusion frenzy that was a fun game i have great good memories of fusion they frenzy. do enjoy playing that game for sure uh david what's your fifth one what's your fifth and final my fifth one is resistance fall of man resistance fall of man interesting Mm -hmm. yes okay tell me about it why this one it was the culmination of three years of saving up money oh sure this is a personal one yeah personal memory yeah personal memory of saving my allowance for three years because i counted and calculated exactly how much money it would take Mm -hmm. it came out to be almost like close to eight hundred dollars oh all said and done a painful amount of money even by modern standards <laughs> let alone fucking 15 for a, for years ago or whatever 16 year old 15 year old boy for a young lad that's that's a lot of money to that i would pay today like as a full-blown adult yeah. making a salary yeah i'm like jesus eight hundred dollars that sucks i'm looking at espresso machines right now that are cheaper than that <laughs> yeah you know Things um, that will give you bean juice. Bean, it's good bean juice, though. It is good bean juice. Good bean Don't juice. get me wrong. Espresso is delicious. Juice. But I'm just saying, compared to like a game console? That's fair. Maybe that's the wrong place to be saying this, though. We are hosting a video game podcast. The Optimus Video Game Radio Show. That's true. Before but yeah, Resistance was... I remember I wanted to love the game yeah. so much. And I was yeah. like, that was good. 
and that was about <laughs> that it. That sure was a game. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> didn't it didn't provide me with that life altering experience that fifteen year old David was <laughs> was craving at the time. It was just like that was a game. That was that was <laughs> a, a game. Serviceable video game. It was a good game. <laughs> But it wasn't like, oh my god, I'm changed. Yeah, as a, yeah, as yeah. A, I am now a man. <laughs> I've paid eight hundred bones for this, and now I know what it's like to purchase things in our capitalistic society and be disappointed. So maybe I did really learn. I was about to say you probably you did become a man that day. Don't did be an early an adopter. Was was <laughs> the lesson? Yeah, wait just a few months. It'll be cheaper. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, I feel like a lot of launch titles are like this usually. Like, they're very cool tech demos, but, like, aren't that tight all in all. Yeah. Like, yeah. you remember Rise, Son of Rome? No. No, because it wasn't no. that good. It was a launch title for the Xbox One, and, like, it looked great, but mm-hmm. wasn't that fun. I feel like the best you're going to get is, like, that was a good game that had some yeah. really cool-looking moments sure. from a launch title, right? Yeah. So, like infamous second son i see i I like infamous second son but if you went back now and played it fair maybe not maybe not doesn't shine quite as like damn that was good or you'd be like that was a game it certainly it certainly wasn't firing on as many cylinders as like a god of war was no which did come out in the same generation which is fucking Mm -hmm. crazy Mm -hmm. that game is that game is next level it is next level so i think it's interesting for the ps5 like the big launch titles that i'm excited for are two games mm-hmm. that probably had their bones made on the ps4 and one on the what? ps3 which one is this spider-man miles morales yeah and then demon souls yeah true so i think that's pretty much where i'm at as well they're both kind of just like up versions of games that already existed so yeah i'm trepidatious because i don't know if they're going to give me that that next gen experience that you're looking for that like a wii sports gave you you know yeah that's really the only time i was like i am playing the future right now i feel like it rarely happens on consoles outside of nintendo rarely does a game hit quite as hard rarely do you get quite as pure of a a dose of next gen games outside of a nintendo release it's true like let's 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 take halo out of the question because halo is just sort of a a crazy fucking shot but like mario 64 wii sports breath of the wild breath of the wild yeah was that was switch com- was a switch launch title yeah it was it, it did come out on the wii u but it's like that was if you wanted to play it it was like hey here's something on your brand new switch get up in there mm-hmm. that's true but like playstation 2 didn't have a fucking killer game that came out right at launch mm-hmm. playstation no. 3 didn't playstation nope. 4 didn't nintendo's like welcome to the new shit yeah we got a fucking plate of shit for you bro yeah. come and chow down on this delicious new video game so good speaking of which let me tell you about a very similar experience i had with the wii okay David. it's here i think i know what it is but <laughs> i think going. you do too so i brought my wii home had some initial technical difficulties getting it set up uh-huh. i don't think i don't think i'd plugged it in because I was quite tired from uh, staying up all night outside of the Best Buy in Sunrise <laughs> You got Mall. my Wii for me. Did I really? I think you did. I Jesus. think I think you, you 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 were allowed to, and you waited in line. I just gave you the money and dipped. Wow. I mean, I was going to wait in line regardless. So that's that's no skin off. I know it was back. great. I was like, okay, bro. It was a homie move. It was a homie yeah. move. The original podtomistic actions. Yeah, truly. <laughs> So I bring it home. I play Wii Sports. I'm like, damn, that was a fucking good game. Mm-hmm. Let me see what else I got. 
because I got a couple of uh, good games. Let me pop in Red Steel. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Let me see what this game is about because the screenshots I've seen, it's got a sword, it's got guns. It had such promise. Ooh, wow, that seems really cool. I bet this game is going to be good. It took me hours for me to accept the fact that it was not the game that I wanted. <laughs> I had played, played it for it. so long. I was like, come on, dude. The sword's going to feel really good here in a little while. The shooting's going to feel really good pretty soon. I'm just not used to it yet. It's going to be coming yeah, to it any moment now. <laughs> it was so hard to play. Like Top aiming. five lies gamers have told themselves. Seriously, Red Steel is really good. <laughs> I was like aiming at the screen. It was so hard to aim. Like you were constant. So let me see. So for, for somebody who's not, maybe not familiar with this game, it's like a first person shooter and you aim with the Wiimote. If I remember correctly, you move with the Wii nunchuck. Uh-huh. So you've got like a right an- or a left analog stick on your left hand. And then you're aiming with your right mm-hmm. to turn. I'm pretty sure you just pointed at whatever corner you wanted to turn with. Oh yeah. But the, oh, the original Wii like the motion of it wasn't perfect. And so like, I feel like I was constantly just swinging this thing around, trying to like turn very yeah. quickly. And, and it wasn't for the Wii motion plus. Yeah. Wii motion plus. And even the, I feel like the joy cons pretty good about like motion tracking and uh-huh. shit like that. But Oh man, it felt pretty rough. And then I was like, eventually you get to like the part where you're controlling a sword. And I was like, okay, here's where it's going to shine. And it, it, it just, I think it wasn't what I wanted. Like if I'm trying to be uh, not a nasty boy about it, um, I expected a sword where I could hold it out in front of myself with the Wiimote and it was one-to-one, right? Like it was moving around. That's what they promised. Yeah. That's what they said it was going to be. Well, for for Wii Sports, it was, right? For a lot of those things, it would move along with your hand. And so Mm -hmm. it was like, damn, that's really cool. But essentially what they did with the Wiimote was that when you swung it, it just essentially registered as like a button press like yeah. you swung it and then it's like okay now it's time to swing the sword so we'll play the sword animation yeah um and so a lot of the time it wasn't this like very cool ninja situation it was just you kind of wagging your wiimote to, to swing the sword yeah they really half-assed it yeah it didn't honestly. feel great i don't want to be to- totally down in this game because it is a pretty memorable experience and like i feel like i've kind of been like chitting on a lot of these games and i don't i don't want to do that today but i want to be optimistic about it but i i think all in all, it was just not quite the experience as I was expecting it to be. Chase. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the nasty boy flow through you. Oh, I can't do this. I'm and gonna I'm hold gonna it back. Add, I'm gonna ask you one question. Okay, sure. Do you remember how you zoom in on this game? I'm pretty sure it's pretty painful. Like <laughs> I think there's some button combination of like hitting the Z and then pushing your Wiimote towards the screen or something terrible. That's it. You just <laughs> pu- you just push your Wiimote closer to the screen to zoom in (laughs) giving yourself biomechanically less ability (laughs) less leverage to finally aim when everything is out in front of you because what you really want to aim with is your shoulder right yeah yeah that was such a bad that was such a bad design choice that was such a bad design choice i want to give them points for aiming for the fence they swung at this ball really fucking hard. They it did. It was like, it was, it's the bottom of the ninth. It's 3-4. They could win this game with, a, with a, a walk-off home run if they really wanted to. And so the batter, Red Steel, is like taking the bat in their hand and they're like, I'm just going to fucking crush whatever they, they throw at me. Nintendo throws not, not a fastball. 
this is definitely a curveball. It's kind of hard to hit. Uh-huh. But they swing at it like they they close their eyes and just fucking go Super Saiyan for a second trying to hit this ball out of the park. And they definitely missed it. They definitely missed this ball. They miss it and they hurt themselves a little bit while doing it, I think. Yeah, the, the bat definitely came around and maybe hit him in the back or like they hit the umpire a little bit and they feel bad. But I want to give them credit for just fucking shooting their shot, man. That's fair. They, what they a weird did, fucking game. They did give it, I'm hoping, their best shot. But they made so many questionable design choices. <laughs> well, it was like, in, it, it's back before a console like this had released. There's no, there's no set in stone. Yeah, like, they had to get it wrong so that other games could get it right. I was about to say, at the very least, they showed people how not to make a shooter. On shooter the Wii. is a great way to not zoom in in a video game. <laughs> but really, were there any good shooters on the Wii? I don't think so. Definitely not. Definitely not. They were all bad. I almost brought Call of Duty because that was a similar sort of painful experience. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. I, I think in the same way that like VR games were sort of weird at first, it's like people didn't really know what this control scheme or this sort of le- uh, uh, layout was good for yet. Mm-hmm. Like VR games initially were like, uh, Skyrim. Skyrim is going to be good here. And it's not that good. Like... Moving your character in first person is like a very dizzying and sort of painful experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it takes him a second to kind of realize like, oh, maybe like a fixed camera is much better. Like it's going to be less disorienting and sort of like just seeing something in 3D space is a lot better for people. Yeah. Um, or just like, you know, chaining your movement to a certain place on the screen so that you only have to physically move. So it reminds me a lot of that era. Shouts out Red Steel. I think about you. I do think about Red Steel quite often, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It comes it's very up a memorable. Lot. <laughs> it's very memorable. So better or worse, memorable, memorable game launch. For better or worse, memorable game launch. Um, real quick, before we end the segment, what is the game that you are most excited about in the launch title for either the PlayStation or the Xbox? I don't even know the Xbox launch titles. <laughs> I would probably say uh, Knack 4. Mm, it's going to be 4. a hit, I will say. It's going to be a good one. Actually, you know, I've been watching a lot of videos on Demon Souls, mm. and I never played that one, and I have yeah. not really played one of those type of the FromSoft games. FromSoft games. I've only done Sekiro. Yeah, Bloodborne was lost on me. I don't like feeling like a little slow boy when I when I hit the attack button. Yeah, Demon Souls looks like a little quicker, a little bit. So I'm a little. I'm interested. I'm interested. I would love it if you suddenly became like a Demon Souls guy. Like you said, fuck Dark Souls. I'm only Demon Souls. OG only. (laughs) I am looking most forward to, I think, Yakuza Like a Dragon. I really want to play that game. Okay. I don't know why, but it just looks very good. I think the, I always really like the Yakuza games, but the combat is just never quite interesting enough to keep me there. Yeah, I agree that that I I like the world, but I don't know if the gameplay is enough for me to stay in it. The brawler aspect of that combat is always just like, oh, okay, like here we go again. Like yeah. you go through the motions, yeah, I but get it. For whatever reason, them turning it into turn-based, I, that seems like a backwards decision. But I'm like, okay, no, I'm here for that. Oh, it's turn-based. It's turn-based combat, yeah. So like Final Fantasy style or like a Divinity Original Sin style? Uh, not nearly as complex as like Divinity. I mm-hmm. think it may be a little bit more like Final Fantasy twelve, where it's like you just tell the command of what the next attack should be or whatever. Sure. Uh, And then you go do it. 
Okay. So something like that. But I, I, again, I could be wrong. I'm not like an expert on this video game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, either that or probably like Miles Morales. Miles Morales looks fucking good. Miles Morales looks good. I'm also yeah. interested in Dirt 5. Got good oh, reviews baby. today. And oh. I got I got the TV to do 4K 120, baby. <laughs> so I'd be down to just blow out my TV right now. That'd be sweet. <laughs> About to blow the wheels off this fun. <laughs> About to blow the wheels off this mofo. We could have Gamefly, but just between us. Game guys. Game guys. <laughs> Christ, let's end this podcast. Um, David, we are on Twitter. <laughs> Game guys is pretty good, though. Game guys is pretty good. Game guys is pretty good. Donkey Game sauce. guy. Game guy instead of Gamefly. It's just the single guy. Game guy Fieri. We are on Twitter. If you would like to come talk to us, uh, please do that. Um, we, uh, posted there today that we passed our thousandth download. Thank you for, uh, 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 supporting us friends who have listened to it. Yeah. Thank you. It may feel like a a small amount compared to what, uh, maybe other podcast numbers are doing, but we are very appreciative. It feels incredibly significant. Mm -hmm. We're no Joe Rogan. (laughs) We're no, we're no, your everyday Joe. We're not a, we're not a Rogan family member, but, uh, it feels quite significant to have, thousand of you listen to us so we we really appreciate it it's quite flattering so thank you yeah thank you very much if you want to support the show a great way to do that is to review us on apple podcasts uh they are where most of you listen so um if you want to talk about we us we know we know we, we know, know the stats <laughs> we've got hot stats of our own we just don't share them with y'all hot, hot stats. stats hot oh, internal stats, stats. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to get the word out, go leave a review over there. It would help. A great deal. Yeah, please. David, do you have any video game wisdom for us here? You got any dirt nasty wisdom, David? (laughs) Nasty. Don't expect the world from your new video game console purchase. True. It is what it is. Its best days are yet to come. And this is only the truth. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say this is only a beginning. You really really zigged when I was zagging. I mean, it's the truth and it's the beginning. This is only the beginning. Wow. That's good gaming. Your God of War 2018 is yet to come. That is true. God, dude. Just wait for 2025. It's going to be some fucking banger games out there. He's so goddamn old by then. (laughs) Yeah, I won't be able to see a single thing with my bad eyes. My my back will have snapped in twain. He'll be on his fourth pair of glasses. (laughs) I'm just stacking them on top of each other at this point. (laughs) But hey, you know what you can do if your back's broken? Play games. Play games. That is true. They ain't never leaving you. They, games are never leaving me. And you know what? I'm ready to commit games. You're ready to commit? I'm ready to commit games. Like $500 PlayStation 5 commit? That feels like getting married to games. <laughs> In November, if both consoles are available, I'm going to spend $1,000 on consoles, David. Oh my God. That is a true thing. Oh. And that's just the base price, isn't it? Yeah. That's not tax and controllers and actual games. Yeah. That's just the console. I'm ready to commit to games. And this is my gesture. I'm going to spend $1,000 on new consoles Damn. and games will finally know that I'm committed to them. I'm getting down on one knee. I'm holding my PlayStation and my controller in my hand and my Xbox 360 controller in my foot. The 360? Yeah, that's that's what really that's the last to. Xbox that you you've been on. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that was the last one I was hot on, and I'm and mm-hmm. I'm getting married to video games. 
or at least I'm proposing. You know, that should I, be you know, video games have to say yes. I really respect that. Thank you. I really, really respect that. Uh, David, will you be my uh, my best game man at my game wedding? I would be honored, Chase Holby. Game guys. Game guys. <laughs> it's the new service we're starting it's happening we're, it's game a guys. very exclusive service where we just send video games oh. to each other it's invite only <laughs> if you ain't in the club you ain't in the club if you ain't got no video games get your broke ass home <laughs> <laughs>